Hey, welcome to Taste My City. I'm Naima Renee, and today we are in the beautiful and sunny Central Florida. Really well as we work on our key lime filling. 
press this out. What's most important is that you get the sides because of course that's what holds the pie together. So you want to start going up on the sides and pressing against the sides. Now again, the bottom can be a little bit thinner than the sides because the bottom of the pan is there to hold it. But when we slice our pie, we want to make sure that we have enough crust on the sides so it can hold together, you know? I'm using a nine inch Pyrex dish to bake this in. Oh yes, honey, as we grow up, we get the good dishes. We get the Pyrex, we get the good pots and pans. And if you want to know about um, the thickness, how thick should your crust be, that's your personal preference. Some people like thicker crust. I personally, the crust is my least favorite part of anything. If it's a peanut butter jelly sandwich, if it's a pizza, I'm pulling the crust off. I don't eat the crust on anything. And yes, I'm grown, okay? <laughs> I know, I just, I don't like crust, okay? Rinse my hands off a little bit. Now, put this in our oven for about 10 minutes to set. Sweet milk. 
Now you need a half a cup of sour cream. And this key lime pie recipe is our no egg recipe. So you might be wondering how it's going to set. Don't worry, I got you. Okay? And now you need about a half a cup of sour cream. This is eight ounces, so we're going to use exactly a half of this. about half that. I told you I eyeball thing. And because I know the measurement, turn this water off. Um, because I know what measurement conversions are really quickly in my head, it's pretty easy to go from ounces to cups to gallons to grams and all of that good stuff. Okay. We need a half a cup of key lime juice. So Over in there, this is about a half a cup right there. And yes, this was my perfect one. So now you take your zester and you just go ahead and you zest some of the shit, uh, peel right into your pie. Now don't get rid of this lime because we are going to use it for decorative purposes uh, towards the end. Absolutely, instead of using the can of key lime juice, you can juice your own limes. But I like the really strong flavor of um, the limes when you make key lime pie. So I like to go ahead and directly use the juice. The lime's best in there for us. It's kind of sharp. I think I'll pass on that. <laughs> But if you were like me and you made your own crust, your oven is already preheated to 350 because we set our crust in there to kind of bake up a little bit. Really simple. Now you take your filling and you pour it in there. Oh my goodness, boy, it's so tempting. And I usually do. I know it's raw egg in there, but I just have to. Look at this. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I just have to lick the side of the bowl. When I'm making, when I'm done making the cheesecake, I'm not gonna lick this bowl because y'all watching. Uh, just go ahead and get all of your filling out. We have our pie dish. We're gonna go ahead and put that in the oven for about eight minutes on 350. Mmm, it looks so delicious. One thing I love about Taste My City is that I get a chance to eat foods that I wouldn't regularly eat every day. And that brings us to the Central Florida favorite, alligator. So we're gonna whip us up some alligator fritters from scratch, okay? This, this is what the alligator looks like to begin with. I bought a couple pound bag of alligator tenderloin meat. This is the meat right above the tail, kind of before you get to the back of the alligator. In the interest of saving time, I went ahead and put that alligator meat in the meat pulverizer before we started to get this kind of ground consistency that you see here. So, if you want to start the steps from the top with me, you take your ground, you take your alligator tenderloin, put it in your meat pulverizer, and then we're at this step together. Okay, now, the next thing that you do, once you have your alligator meat tenderized and pulverized, or 
you were able to find some ground alligator meat, which I wasn't, by the way. Um, I don't know. Ground alligator meat was just, I went to about seven different specialty butcher shops and just didn't have any right now. So, okay. You'll take your meat and pour it into your bowls. Now, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to season this with a half a cup of bell peppers. Pour that in there. As well as a half a cup of onion. Sometimes people like to add um, this in the meat pulverizers to just kind of get it really ground and fine. But I like the consistency of almost like filling a bell pepper when I bite into it. So um, I like to just chop them up by hand. But feel free to go ahead and throw that in your meat pulverizer if you don't like such a large consistency. Okay, we're just going to go ahead and get that stirred up. And then we will set this to the side. Now we're going to get our dry mixture of things together. We'll use the same bowl. In this bowl, you're going to sift a half a cup of flour, which I already have portioned out over here. We have our flour, and we're going to put a cup of flour in here. Got a little bit on, little bit on me. Got a little bit on me. So we have our flour. We put about a cup of flour into our bowl. We add our salt. It's honey. You have to have salt. I always use sea salt. I love sea salt. And I usually use pink Himalayan sea salt. Except for um, when I don't want the salt to show up kind of pink. You know, I just use the white Himalayan sea salt. Okay, and you sift about a quarter of a cup of baking powder in here. And then this is where you add your dry mustard. The mustard is gonna give it just a little, a little kick to it, you know? Also, this recipe, you can add hot sauce. I know that a lot of people love that extra little spice. I can't get this open. <laughs> I know a lot of people love that extra little spice with their dishes. And there you have it. Here's your extra little spice. <laughs> So clearly, I have wasted the dry mustard uh, every freaking where, but it looks like, let me see, yeah, we'll add just a tad bit more into here. So just in case you're wondering, if you don't have a dry mustard blender like I just did, you should go ahead and put about a fourth of a teaspoon of dry mustard into your mix. And you just go ahead and you just sift that all together. Just get that all mixed up. Now, we're going to take an egg and we're going to crack it into our mixture. This is going to help the flour and dry mixture stick to our alligator meat. And don't mind the mess that we have here, okay? Sometimes things happen. Go ahead and crack another egg and throw that in there. If you've never had the pleasure of getting dry mustard all over your workspace then <laughs> welcome okay now go ahead and beat that together again you don't want this mixture to be too runny but you also don't want it to be too thick 
you want it to be more like a gluey type of substance because that's kind of what the egg is acting as for our flowers and everything. You stir that up, get that mixed very well. See, this is almost like a gooey kind of consistency. Make sure you do keep a close eye on your fritters because they do cook fairly quickly. Ooh, say that five times in a row. Oh, they look so pretty. And I absolutely can see the difference between frying with regular flour and adding the baking powder. Pie. This meal, it's been one for the books. 
alligator fritters on the fence about key lime pie an absolute must join me next time as we travel all across country to the great southwest Let's see what we're gonna make out there. Turn the city to a solid dollar. Okay, I woke up in my palace feeling like I'm Caesar. Chalice full of Damien, my diamonds out the freezer. TV's panoramic, look like Broadway when the screens up. Shiny rolling trees up, highway full of skeezers. If it's about some paper, no, I'm sliding like a.